Welcome to the Home for Infinite Losers, the podcast where in the next five minutes we're going to watch and talk about every single episode in the Dragon Ball franchise of media products. I'm your host, Luke. I got another host here with me who's Mike. Uh. You okay? No. What's wrong? This episode. I don't don't know what you could possibly have against this episode. What what conceivable (sighs) thing could have given you, could have made you regret starting this podcast? (sighs) Anyway, uh, we'll get into it, but we got the third host here, who's Emily. Hey, it's me, Emily. Yeah. I'm real excited, even if it's a bad app. <laughs> and also, we got a guest with us. It's Cassandra. Hello. This episode it's is hello. entirely unproblematic. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> no, I don't understand what the issue is. It's our first guest, Cassandra. Welcome to the show. Oh, first guest. All okay. right. Hello. Hello. Well, I mean, we didn't have a guest on the second or the first episode. So. I get. Yeah. Yep. And this being the third one, I guess that means you're the first guest. Great. That's how numbers work. Anyway, uh, do we have anything to talk about before we get into it? I feel like we're still... Um, we should ask Cassie about her history of Dragon Ball. That's a great... Yeah, let's do that. Okay. I loved Dragon Ball as a kid, and then I loved yeah. Dragon Ball Z, and I actually watched a fair bit of Dragon Ball GT. Yeah. I thought it wasn't as bad as everyone always says. Eh... I mean, it's not, it's not horrifyingly awful, but it's, <laughs> you know, it's not the best. It's a ringing endorsement. Not horribly awful, says Luke. Put it on the box. Look, okay, I I liked the first sort of part of Dragon Ball GT sure. where... I think that's probably the strongest part of it, yeah. Yeah, where they were, like, searching for the Dragon Balls again, and it was an adventure to look for the Dragon Balls. Right, right. I like that. Yeah, it was a cool little return to form of the uh, the first series. Yeah, it was like Dragon yeah. Ball again. Goku was a kid. Yeah. Trunks was there. Pan's Trunks cool. is cool. Pan's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why was Goku a kid? Don't, Mike. We <laughs> 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 uh, have Pan calling little kid Goku grandpa and everything. Yeah. Well, well you, you, you see, Mike, if he's training at Kami's Lookout and a very old Emperor Pilaf shows up. And gets his hands on the secret Black Star Dragon Balls that are stored there, and uh, which are more powerful, right, than the regular ones. And says that he wishes Goku was still a kid because he could beat him if he was, and it's bullshit that he's like a grown man who can make his hair all gold. But he couldn't beat him as a kid either, so it makes no sense, <laughs> right? And then the Black Star Dragon Balls grant his wish and make Goku a kid again. Uh, and then they're scattered all across the galaxy. And if they don't collect them all in a year, then the planet on which the Earth was, mi- uh, on which the wish was made, will be exploded. Because why not? Why not have that be how it works? Well, like, otherwise they'd never fly to get them. Right, they'd just say, well, screw it, I guess. I guess nobody gets those Dragon Balls anymore. Right, yeah. 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 That's Dragon Ball GT. Mm-hmm. Wait, so there's, so there's, like, evil Dragon Balls? Yeah, well, that's on top listen. of the regular ones? I guess they're evil. Also, the yeah, regular ones are. become evil. It's... Don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, then because the, then the normal Dragon Balls get, like... I forget what happens to them, but they, like, break somehow. And okay, what what happens with those normal Dragon Balls is they made too many wishes on them too often. Right. So they couldn't right, expel yes. the evil or whatever that gathered in them. Right. So then they expel seven dragon monsters, each one based on a different wish. 
then then they have to defeat each of the seven dragons. And I actually thought that was pretty cool too. I liked how they had like they had like special powers that were different, like the fire sure. guy that that was really hot. Right, and then doesn't Goku fuse with the dragon at the end? Was he really hot or was he really hot? Well, okay, let's look up an image of this dragon <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to say, uh, Cass, that you watched the Dragon Ball that I mentioned I watched as a kid. Like the 13 episode run. Oh yeah, the Canadian 1995 episode, uh, show. That was, yeah, I don't actually remember very much about it. Yeah, and same. Yeah. I just remember like, the, it was, yeah, it was like short-lived. It was only 13 episodes that it had Kid Goku in it. And, yeah, I don't know. I don't I I remember mean, much else about it. I mean, it's what we're watching now, but it was a 1995 dub. Right. Yeah, it was a little. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what was different about the dub. Is what I'm trying to say. I guess is like, because like I remember one of them you guys mentioned that his name was like Zero or something like that. That was, was not that. I, I looked into this because I really wanted to find the 1995 dub, like a version of it somewhere, and I couldn't. But that was like a test run that they never actually released. Oh, I see. Okay, he's not hot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, it doesn't. That dude looks like he sucks eggs. Like, not, a, not, not as part of a routine for, like, workouts like sometimes people will do. Like, no, right. he does that for fun. Yeah. But no, doesn't GT end with Goku, like, merging with the dragon in the Dragon Balls? Yes. He, like, is lying on the dragon's back, and then he just sort of falls into it and then merge. And Dragon Ball GT's weird. Yeah. And there's the, uh-huh. whole, there's the whole thing about with Baby. Oh, yeah, and Super Baby. And Super Baby. Can't forget Super right. Baby. And, yeah. And Vegeta's mustache. His mu- uh, Excuse you, his mustache. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. His um, why? mustache. Why? What's the difference? <laughs> well, no, he doesn't have a mustache. He has a mustache. What? It's a very important distinction. Okay. I don't know what the difference is, but all right. Mus- <laughs> it's a mustache. <laughs> it's, a, it's a mustache, not a mustache. Mustache. Okay. Mustache. okay. Mustache. <laughs> I didn't watch much of GT, so I don't know what the hell you're referencing. <laughs> well, I'm, re- I'm referencing Dragon Ball GT, where Vegeta gets very angry at someone for insulting his mustache. <laughs> Got you. That was a Got good you. Vegeta. It's yeah, I can do an okay. No or, okay. or I think it was a it was a good Dragon Ball abridged Vegeta. Kakarot. Right, right. It's it's like two or three steps removed from the real. Yeah. 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 Anyhow. You know, normally I'd be upset about all this fucking rambling nonsense, but I like I'm kind of glad we're not talking about this episode of Dragon Ball. Mustache. Mustache. So Cass, you said you're you're gonna show yes. us the opening for the original for the 13 episode dub. Yeah, oh, I found okay. the 1995 original English. This is the version that aired in. I'm gonna share the the one that aired in America and the one that aired in Canada. Okay. Okay. And they're different. Okay. So, first off, the American. Yep. Let's do this. It's the one that is titled 1995 English Team HD 720p Rare. Rare. Who's Dragon Balls? Da, na, na, na. I like this little long ago seven Dragon Ball thing. Right. I'm kind of into this. I, I know. This. It's really good. You know, you wouldn't remember this because we watched the Canadian version, which is. Not at all. Each like stop this. until you get them all the seven Dragon Balls. I like all that. Right, yeah, let's hear the Canadian version. Oh wow, they got a. I'm, got a I'm, I'm still on the American one. Yeah, no, we got to finish the American I'm one first. We got to watch oh. the entire oh. thing. Uh, 
Uh, do we? Do we? I kind of got I, the idea. Yeah, okay. I want to watch it. Oh, well, Emily wants to watch it, so. Well, all right. It's really good. It's good oh, this Canadian one just went for it, huh? I know. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> okay, I can't wait to watch this Canadian one. It's apparently hilarious. It's just the lyrics. A boy and a girl in a struggle for truth. Okay, I can't wait to see this. I'm so excited. It's also I like how all of the clips, like ninety percent of these clips, are from the first episode. Yeah. Okay, I do remember this. You remember the oh the YTV and stereo? It's good. You you remember this intro, Emily? Yeah, of course I do. Man. Oh my god, the movie theater and the fucking and, right and the helicopter. This is here's the thing. So the the American one we watched, wait, the first one we watched was the American one, right? Yep. Okay, so that one it sucked in that it was like just clips from the show instead of like the actual like, you know, actually really beautifully animated fucking actual intro. Yeah. But like at least it's still fun and like the new theme song is kind of neat in its own way. Yeah. This just it feels. Like, it, it's so lazy in every conceivable way. Like, even the song, like, it's like, Dragon Ball, traveling together. Like, you hear the xylophone, beep, 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 beep. Yeah, like, it's yeah, such yeah. a simple melody, it almost feels like a Wiggles song. Yeah, Except yeah. it happens to be about Dragon Balls. It's real bad. <laughs> the fun and excitement is waiting for you. Fun and excitement <laughs> is waiting for you. Wow. And they so that, good. Uh, they have that silly helicopter. Ah, oh, it's oh, great. It's so mm -hmm. good. Like I, I mentioned the Wiggles, but it really does feel like like a lost, like really small children show. Like uh -huh. right? maybe from like that Adventures of Winnie the Pooh kind of era. Well, yeah. yeah like, I mean, like I said, like we watched it in 1995, and it was probably being marketed like that at the time. Yeah, and apparently that's like English dub of like the French opening for Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. Of course, it is weird. <laughs> Oh god! I want to. I want to. I want to see if I can, which I mean, which feels extra looked, super but... wrongheaded considering what happens in the episode we're about to discuss. Like to aim this yeah. at very small children. I don't know. Well, what you're again, about. I want to know what they changed. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I know you, you told me about like the um, the Funimation censored version. What they changed, but I want to know like did they just take this episode out entirely? I think they might have because I don't remember Master uh, when I was a kid. Yeah, I have no idea. But Anyhow. I don't know if we can avoid it any longer. I think we need to talk about this episode. Let's yeah. All right. So how does so, it open, Luke? When last we left our heroes, they were running with a turtle. Their Goku is just no. Decided... You gotta do it like the announcer voice, and like oh, Goku that's... and Bulma are on their way to deliver the turtle into the ocean. And why are you, Why are you picture. doing a bad Morgan Freeman impression for the, <laughs> the narrator? Goku and Bulma are. I wasn't actually going for Morgan Freeman, but you know what? Sure, whatever. <laughs> Goku and Bulma are on their way to the ocean, where they're delivering their new turtle friend. You know, they yeah, Goku's just decided, I don't remember what the plot of this show is, I'm gonna help this turtle. Bye! And Bulma... I mean, in fairness, he doesn't actually give much of a shit about gathering the Dragon Balls, he's <laughs> no, just kind entirely of true. for the ride. Yeah, he just wants yeah. to see the world. Right, he's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, Bulma told him he'd make his grandpa proud if he went on this adventure, and he's just like, okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Bulma realizing that uh, Goku has 100% of the power in their relationship reluctantly <laughs> follows him. <laughs> and uh, so they're on their way to the ocean to drop this turtle off. And they're just scooting along. But 
trouble lurks on the horizon, dear friends. For a spooky cat man with a spooky hairdo is... is <laughs> What's a, spooky? I, he's just a giant cat boy with a mohawk. I think he's just he's supposed to be a bear. Oh, he might be a bear, you're right. I was seeing him as like a very buff mountain I mean, lion. He looks I saw, like I saw a cat, him as like a tiger-y but... thing, too, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see it either way. Uh, Emily, he's got like a scar over his eye. That's how you know he's spooky. And listen, there's one very important uh, change here in that... Uh, they say that they've got two miles remaining in the dub, mm-hmm. but they really only have two kilometers remaining. Oh, well. Super important change. That changes fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that changes all these maps I drew. Yeah! <laughs> in, in the Japanese version, does he also have a bad Russian accent? No, I, but I doubt love it. it. I love it. I love his bad Russian accent. That's one thing that's always like, you know, if you're watching something that's foreign language... Like, people that are native speakers of other languages have different ways of doing bad foreign accents, so you, like, don't pick up on it the same way you would. It's like, well, I already don't know how Japanese is supposed to sound. Maybe he does have a bad Russian accent. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Japanese. I'll be watching stuff and I'm like, oh, you have a Kansai accent. I'm like, okay, I don't really pick up on it because I'm not a right. Japanese speaker, so. Right, exactly. I need you to translate it into English and give them a very thick Brooklyn accent so I know what you're talking about. <laughs> or Southern accent. I think it might be Odaiba yeah, yeah. you guys are thinking about. Kansai might be... Kansai is like the country bumpkin place, I think. I yeah, I, I think I, I think Osaka is the one that they always turn into. Osaka. Yeah. Right. Osaka, that, yeah, that's the one they always like when they when they dub it, they make right. them speak like, he'll die, he'll, he'll die y'all. Country, right. You know? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. We're bad weebs. The, yeah. <laughs> anyway, he comes out and he wants him to give him the turtle because he wants to munch him. Yeah, and he mentions that um, humans give him heartburn in the dub, and he says it's not a little bit of heartburn never hurt anybody later, but you know, it actually there's a lot of serious conditions that are aligned with heartburn. You should take it. If you have acid reflux disease, talk to your doctor. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's, his, that's his reason for not eating the humans right away. Right. Is the, is the, uh, the fucking heartburn gag, and it's, I don't know. I don't yeah. fucking know. <laughs> you <can't. laughs> just so much of what happens later is a bummer it's hard for me to get enthusiastic yeah Aww. yeah anyway goku tells him like no man this turtle's my bro i've we've been together for like a whole hour we're bonded for life <laughs> and uh so the bear slash mountain lion slash whatever man says like all right i'll just kill you and draws his deadly scimitar i'm sorry scimitar. What, so, sorry try, try that one again yeah his deadly scimitar what yeah, no, skims. skimitar. That makes sense. Yeah, it, it skims you off. Like, it skims right, exactly. off a piece of you. Exactly, <laughs> and that's why it's called what it is. <laughs> Goku and the turtle go. I think it's for more cover. of a saber, though, really. You know, let's get into this. Let's talk about it. What Actually, kind of sword I, I, do you think I think it got? is a Chinese broadsword. I, I think Actually, it's pronounced sabre. Oh, okay, sorry. And um, it's it's so is broadsword correct? Or are you gonna come up with a a, a different uh, way of saying that too broad sward uh, yeah I okay think he, there you go yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah goku uh easily dodges all of his moves and unleashes the first of his martial arts abilities and i think he's really done like a move yet he's just kind of punched fools yeah. uh but he does his deadly rock paper scissors technique and uses rock to just punch this dude in the face mm-hmm he like he's small. I did not realize until is that, seeing. Is that even in the dub? The rock paper scissors thing. I, I don't, don't think no, it no, is. In the dub, he's just like one, two, three. Yeah. Oh, well, he doesn't say rock paper scissors or anything. 
I only watched the sub on this one, sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a difference than usual when it's like, I'm the only one who watches the sub. Now everyone's watching the sub. And, right, yeah. well, listen, I had a hard time. Listen, anyhow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I get yeah, it. Yeah, sure. But yeah, he's going to use it's that. It's kind of weird that they cut those rock, paper, scissors attacks in the dub, because that keeps coming back, I think. Yeah, that's one of his Yeah, moves. I think it's, they're going to give up on that eventually, because it's a thing he does a lot. Yeah, like he uses scissors to poke people. Right. Uh, he also gets yeah. super buff when he uses it. Right. Yeah. I I did not realize how big this monster guy was until the shot of him and Goku together. He's like 30 feet tall. He's very big. He's of varying yeah. sizes. Yeah, that's also true. It's maybe not the most consistent. <laughs> but his, yeah, his, his size is just listed as big. Like, that's really it. Yeah. Uh, he big. Well, is, is he is he a... A large, a, a huge, or a gargantuan monster uh, I, in the in the monster manual for D anD. d Oh, I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would say huge, uh, probably. Yeah, probably? huge. I think that he's bigger right. than large. Large yeah. is like a bear. So yeah, he's, I mean, he's bigger than a bear. I mean, by the One Punch Man classification system, he's still only a tiger threat. So whatever, who cares how big he is? <laughs> Goku punches him like between the eyes, and he looks like a burst of blood from his face so that's cool yeah he's dead yeah that's a good yeah. thing that happens like goku gave him a precision strike directly in a way that like broke his brain he essentially shot him in the head well it was right. his fist yeah yeah uh this turtle is like holy crap this little tiny child is very strong Bulma's very surprised too, even though she's seen him beat up things before. That's the thing is, Bulma's all like scared at the beginning, and I'm like, you've seen this kid like take out a pterodactyl. What are you worried about? Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but then Goku does ask the turtle, "Does he actually taste good?" As yeah, though which is good. He might, he might have second thoughts about saving him. <laughs> but the, yeah, the turtle's like, "Yeah, I guess turtle's okay." And Goku just leads him and snaps his neck, and then starts eating him in front of Bulma. Right, right. He's a, he's a bit more indirect in the English version. Like, he's just like, oh, a lot of things like eating turtles, huh? But in the Japanese version, yeah. he's just like, do you taste good? Yeah, yeah. You have, you have to tell me if you taste good. Can't lie to me. <laughs> uh, but so they... If you taste good, you have to tell me. It's like cops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they continue onward to the ocean where a shy guy is just hanging out in the trees. Uh, that, Actually, that is Toribot. Uh-huh. Who is a character who's like Tur- Akira Toriyama's robot uh, self insert? Yeah, robot self insert. Oh, I see. Who, like, and he even mentions a uh, Penguin Village. Yeah, which right. Is, yeah, uh, which where, that's uh, Doctor Slump, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, only in no. the Japanese yeah. version. In the dub, he doesn't say anything about it, or he doesn't say anything whatsoever. I mean, that yeah. makes that makes sense. Yeah, it's just, yeah. Without knowing that context, there's just a weird little uh, gas mask man hanging out in the trees. Yeah, that's not commented on. It's a weird thing. It's an odd moment. It's like, yeah, it's just a fucking sniffing in a tree. Whatever. Yeah. And apparently, like, he keeps coming back occasionally. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. But uh, the turtle asks them to wait there for him while he leaves. And he just swims off into the sea. And they're, they're, they're almost protesting a bit, saying they don't have time to, to wait. But right. whatever, he's still going, and they're going to wait, so... And then yeah. Goku partakes in the seawater and realizes it tastes terrible. And there's right. a crab. There's a crab. There is a crab skittering across and the he, sand. He goes crab, 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 crab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he does do that. That's definitely yeah. in, the, in the thing. Yep. And the bubble yeah. starts drawing like a turd in the sand at some point. Yeah. Well, you know, people get bored. <laughs> <laughs> so they draw poop. Why not? 
But meanwhile, we cut to my favorite image in this show so far. Oh, yeah? Which is Emperor Pilaf on a white horse with good. a giant crown. Now, all three of us, uh, Luke, because we yeah. watched it t- together, were uh-huh. surprised to see that Pilaf, oh, I guess he is an emperor. Like, he's got subjects. And yeah, blah, there blah, are, blah. like, people bowing down to him. Like, I did not realize he actually had people. But he doesn't because it's all just a dream. Oh. There we go. Yeah, it's him fantasizing well, about what's going to happen. Did you, when he gets did you not catch balls. on to that, Luke? Guess who just tipped his hand that he's watching the episode what, for the first what, time as we what, talk what, about it? Oh my <laughs> God, <laughs> Luke! I've been busy today. What do you want from me? You didn't have to stream Cuphead. I guess that's true. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> it was a good stream, but uh, yeah, he is actually just uh, holding his Dragon Ball and fantasizing about what it'll be like once he does get all seven. Yeah. And then Mai and Shu come rushing in and explain about what happened last time. And it's like, oh, man, it was a bad scene. There I'm was really some happy kind of... to know that this is a live uh, summary now. Yeah, I feel like all, <laughs> everyone's suddenly gotten very quiet and has decided to stop bailing me out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, you're, you're, you're the host of this, so we're kind of expecting you to lead the summary. Why is oh. Yeah, I mean, have you listened to Let's Place ever? <laughs> I was worried about Let's this. Place isn't trying to describe anything. It's more That's of just very like true. it's it's freestyle. It's jazz, you know. <laughs> um, in any case, so Pilaf gets a phone call from, from Michael God knows the who. Summary. <laughs> it's, it's like, hey, we found another Dragon Ball. Some fucking turtle hermit's got it out in the ocean somewhere. It's like, fuck yes, let's go. And he goes to get into the plane with Shu and Mai, who are surprised that he wants to come along. Right. Um, in a dub, they even say, like, Master, you never go on missions with us, which is patently unfalse, because we saw him go on a mission with them in episode one. It's extremely unfalse. Entirely unfalse. Unfalse? That... Wait, what? That's what you said. <laughs> is that what I said? Yeah. yeah. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> untrue. That's what I meant to say. Untrue. Right, right. <laughs> God damn it! This is a mess. Turn it all down. Luke doesn't watch the episode. I fuck up words. Michael and Cassie, this is your podcast now. Hmm. So, fuck. What happens now? They're gonna go get the Dragon Ball from the Turtle Man. Man, okay. how great would it be if instead of Master Roshi, it was just the Turtle Man from Animal Planet? I don't know who that is, but I'll agree. Oh, he's country hillbilly that is, handles very dangerous animals in a way that most would describe as irresponsible, but he don't care. He's the Turtle Man. Well, I'm very glad he's not the Turtle Man from Master of the Skies. I feel like this sounds like I'm describing a dream I had, but it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> he's missing most of his teeth, and he just kind of makes weird, like, like noises with his tongue. Like, oh, no, 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 I can't do them. I'm digging this whole deeper and deeper. Are you sure? No one is helping. (laughs) (laughs) So good podcast, you guys. Is is Turtle Man a weird pervert? Um, probably actually. Okay, I was gonna say if not, he's an upgrade, but not explicitly. But you know, anyhow. Anyone get my sick Master of Disguise reference that I laid down earlier? No, I got it. I yeah, no. It. Yes, that's the one scene <laughs> that, I know from that movie. The, the one the, scene everyone knows from that movie. <laughs> the the smash hit Dana Carvey vehicle, Master of Disguise. Who could forget his incredible turn as the master, the member of the Turtle Club? Yep, yep, yep. And Brett mm. Spiner was in it too. Was Anyhow, Master Roshi arrives wearing a turtle shell on his back, riding a turtle. 
He might be the turtle man. No. I don't believe He's that. He does seem teeth. to be missing a lot of his teeth. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, he asks, uh... I, this, I, this is the turtle man from the dark timeline. Right. <laughs> I keep trying to remember what the turtle's name is, and then I remember that his name is just Turtle. Yeah. I, I do um I do like that when he shows up in the dub, Bulma's like, oh, nicely dressed or something like that. And right. then in the, in the subtitle, Jeffy's one, he's like, she's like, oh, how gaudy. It's a completely different opinions. I don't know why they changed that in the dub to make it so that she's impressed with how he looks. Because he does look very gaudy. He's wearing like right. a Hawaiian shirt and like shorts. He's wearing sandals. an orange Hawaiian shirt with like... Hawaiian shirt's not even the right thing, because it's not a floral pattern. It's an orange shirt with purple triangles and black English letters all over That's it. That's true, yeah. It's a very strange shirt. <laughs> uh, but He's also wearing, like, shorts and a yeah. giant fake turtle shell on his back. Right, yeah, yeah. And then he's got also, you know, his, his trademark sunglasses. Yep. That Do you think that, they, that Son Goku has a brother named Sunglasses? No. I'm Great a very goof. good jokes man. I'm, Great goof. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm out. I like how Cassie oh, sounded angry when she said no. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, no, I don't. I think that Drop they the should... bit, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I think that when Raditz shows up in Dragon Ball Z, his name should have been Sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. something that Toriyama would do, actually. Yeah, yeah honestly, that's no stranger <laughs> than any of these freaking names. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, I think the Radish Man should actually be a sunglasses pun. What? Oh, how transgressive of me. Uh, anyway, Master Roshi asks the turtle who helped him, and he points to Goku. And Master Roshi's going to summon the immortal Phoenix. Um, In the dub... In, in the dub, he, he brings up a magic carpet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Way less impressive than a phoenix. Also, the, he basically gives him a magic carpet, so that's not, like, a downgrade, exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah, the thing weird. is, like, like the, the magic carpet, the excuse is, oh, but you left it at the cleaners, and it's like, yeah, okay, so he gets the Nimbus instead, not a huge loss. Right. The Phoenix is like, the Phoenix died of food poisoning last year. Oh, well, dang, <laughs> I was gonna give it to you and grant you immortality. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, but instead he summons, uh, yeah, the Nimbus Cloud. Uh, which is just a flying golden cloud that... Wait, is that how Roshi's still alive? Oh, I... oh, it must be! I think they give a reason for why he's so old and still alive. Eventually. How? Martial but... arts? Well, sure, yep, yeah. That's he's, part he's got, of it. He's got that key. <laughs> got that good key. Uh, but yeah, Goku has uh, a fast travel machine now. We didn't explain the Nimbus at all. He, yeah, he calls the Nimbus in and this yellow fluffy cloud comes in. And um, in the Japanese, I guess, like, it sounds like smashed sweet potato. It's the word they use for the cloud. Uh, it's kind of a pun. It's, it's a bad it, pun it, that only works in Japanese. I mean, and it, it looks kind of like mashed potatoes. I get it. I mean, regardless of you're watching the sub or the dub, Goku asks if he can eat it. So mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and so, yeah, Roshi explains that, you know, you can fly through the sky with it, but you can't ride it unless you have a pure heart. And then... Well, he specifically says... if. If you don't have any impure thoughts in the Japanese version. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he tries to jump on it and falls on his ass because, you know, he was He's not fate. pure at all. No. God, no. Sweet <laughs> lord, no. Uh, but Goku can ride it just fine because he's a dumbass and he's too dumb to have impure... To have... <laughs> like, you need a certain level of intelligence to be evil. Like, you have to understand right and wrong. 
<laughs> it's kind of true because like Goku isn't like always a good guy, but he's like pure. I mean, I think he gets there eventually, but right now, no, he's just a dumbass. Well, like I mean, isn't it like the modern like super arc that he's like causing a tournament that could destroy everything just because he wants to have a tournament? Yeah, yeah, but he's also pretty sure he'll win that. Like it's it's a case of like just because he's sure he's winning doesn't mean he's not being a dick by like putting the world in jeopardy so he can fight. I mean, he, yeah, he's like. Listen, I guess that would be an issue if I wasn't going to win, so who cares? But it's also his fault that the tournament is happening at all, which means right. he's doing that, a whole bunch of other universes to be destroyed. Right. The, the thing yeah, is, so he's like, not a good person. This, well, the, it, it's it's going back to the thing in the first episode where Goku was in the dub says, well, I don't want to hurt anybody. Like, they want Goku to be noble, and it's like, he's not noble, he's just not a pervert, is the thing. Right. <laughs> like, that's really it. He's Well, and I'll like, also the, say the, like, that... That's, uh... that's kind of the thing that makes Goku Goku, is he doesn't understand sex, because he's still a right. dick. Right. Uh, I, I'll also say Dragon Ball Super feels like a weird, like, regression of Goku's character a yeah. lot. Like, it feels like, it's, it's a, like, way broader portrayal of him than, I don't know, because like, I've, I've heard that, like, in the original Japanese, he's always been like that, but in the dub, they tried to make him more of, like, a hero. Oh, uh, maybe that's it, because, yeah, in the dub, he's just very much, he's like, I'm a Saiyan from Earth, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the hero, man, here I go! No, I'm pretty sure in the, in the sub, he just likes to fight people. Oh, that's fair. And that's the whole reason why he's like, let's get Gohan to fight Cell, because fighting's cool, and... Right. Well, uh, yeah. 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 Anyways, that's just a little bit later on. I'm gonna I'm teach my son to fight, or rather, I'm just gonna have my son fight while Piccolo teaches him. Right, yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. I'm too busy fighting! <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyhow, the Pilaf crew shows up at uh, Master Roshi's house, which is such... Uh, we finally get the the one good part of Master Roshi, which is his dumb house. <laughs> dumb house <laughs> is good. I love it. It's just a bright pink house on a very tiny island, and just in case, just so everyone knows who owns it, he like stamped Kame House on the side of it in red. Yeah, and Kame means turtle for those who don't know. Right. Like I need to go outside and just paint Luke House on the outside <laughs> of my house. <laughs> no, you have to paint it the um. The animal you're associated with, because his name isn't Kame. Right. I mean, I guess he's the, the Kame true. hermit, but he's like Master right. Roshi. Really. Yeah, what are you the hermit of? Uh, I don't know if I'm a hermit of anything. The hermit of Homestuck? Are you the, no. the hermit of Speed <laughs> Racer? Yeah, All put right, speed we're just on moving your on. house. Put speed on your house. Yeah. He's just going to paint podcast house. Speed house. I don't think, I don't think writing <laughs> speed house on the outside of my house would go well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm good. You good? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Good. Okay. Anyway, uh, Master Roshi's obviously not home, uh, so they're gonna break in. Pilaf uses a fancy like key. First, he pretends device. to be a telegram guy. Yeah, yeah. He, like, has a fancy thing where, like, it just turns into a key that'll fit the lock, and he turns it. It's a skeleton key. Yeah. But the door won't open. How crazy is that? That's because it was already unlocked, and his two henchmen just walked right in. Uh, they're, like, looking at him out the window, and they are not lined up with this windowsill, right? Shu is just phasing through a wall. Wait. Oh, wait, wait. Okay. Yep. Oh, yeah, that is what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh, yeah, just kind of a minor... Like... 
It's really Ray impressive. Ray, I, yeah. I, I remember Emperor Pilaf being kind of threatening at first, but no, they've immediately gone to Team Rocket. Yeah, no, he was never actually threatening. Or I guess he gets yeah. threatening. I mean, make no mistake, it's established in this episode, Pilaf can and will kill people. Oh, yeah. Sure. But also, he's an imbecile. Yeah, yeah. But Goku is just flying around because, you know, he yeah. just obtained the power of flight. It took something from, like, one of the shots is, like, from the opening, which is pretty good. Yeah, doing, like, that corkscrew move. And he surfs on the water for a bit, and that's pretty sweet. Right, he's having just a grand old time. And it looks a lot of fun. Yeah. You give me a flying nimbus. I wouldn't be able to ride it, because I'm not pure, but I want one. <laughs> <laughs> and Bulma, opening the worst Pandora's box... Starts to complain that she should also get a Which reward is weird because she out. mentions the Pandora's box early in the episode. Were you mm. referencing that, Luke? I wasn't, but you're right. <laughs> and uh, the turtle's like, nah, she didn't help me, only the boy did. And she's like, oh, I gave you seawater. And I said, I was saying the exact same thing right as she said it. Right, right, Because I'm right. like, oh, she gave you seawater. And then... You know, we did kind of just gloss over the fact that Bulma just had seawater in her house. Yeah, well, I'm sure she I just mean, poured a bucket of water and then put salt in it. Yeah, yeah. And then Master Roshi gonna Roche, um... Yeah, he wants to see uh, her panties. He wants to see her underwear. Before he'll give her a gift. He I mentions, don't I, don't, I, I don't have the flying Nimbus, but maybe I can give you something else if you, you know, show me your underwear. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know why Bulma agrees, to be honest. Not that it matters because he's just being a total creep and yeah like well i this, i mean this, I, is, I, like I, she's assuming she's gonna get something cool i guess but like this is fucking spoiler warning like the dragon ball is hanging around roshi's neck but bulma and goku haven't noticed that yet yeah well he does have that beard you know <laughs> uh um, but i guess like you know if someone was gonna give me something as cool as a flying cloud Right. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, I, I guess I'd show them my Okay, underwear. so here's yeah. here's the question. Here's 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 the question, y'all. Like, yeah. how good would a mystical present from a creepy old man need to be for you to indulge his perverted fantasies? Like, mm. what is the minimum? I I'm not sure. Give me some examples, and I'll tell you. Um. Okay. Let's see. Hmm. Uh, a thing that can rewind time by ten seconds. Yeah. Oh God, that's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> something that lets you find, uh, good drinking water at any time. No. No. Okay. Um. I know, I know what sinks are. I mean, <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> I mean, like, a sink isn't always necessarily a good source of drinking water. This is America. Oh! Uh, this um, isn't America for two of us. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. fucking Americans always like making it about them. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm not good at coming up with mystical artifacts on the fly. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a GM, Luke. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. Luke, how about you come up with some stuff? You're smart. How about an know. immortal phoenix that makes you immortal? I mean, yes. I mean, yeah, yeah. yes. Okay, well, know, hold use, on a second. That example one, in... Actually, that one might be a bit of a t- double-edged sword. I would question that one. Let's, let's, let's go with an example that's actually in this world. You could get an artifact... That is one of a group of seven, and you need all seven. If you manage to find mm. the other six, you get a wish. Yeah, I do that. Uh, if I already have no guarantee that you'll find the other six, it's just it's on the tape. Do I have a strong I... boy with me? <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. Then How yeah. plucky is the, the strong boy? Is distracted doing other stuff though. He's flying on a cloud. Uh, How plucky is the strong boy? How what? How plucky is the strong boy? Incredibly, <laughs> apparently. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do I have a? inexplicable radar that'll tell me where the remaining balls are. Sure. 
Do I already have three of them? <laughs> we, yeah, this Let's point, just assume was... you're Bulma then. Like, Luke, yeah. you are fucking quantum leaping into Bulma at this moment. Okay, alright. Alright. Uh-huh. And I guess, I guess since you are in exactly Bulma's position, I guess you don't realize that you're not wearing underwear right now, which is right. baffling, seeing as you've been on a motorcycle for the last at least two miles. <laughs> right. Uh, I wait until Roshi's standing in front of that turtle, and I push him so he falls over and grab the ball and run. I mean... I don't know that he's a martial arts master. He looks like a frail mm -hmm. old man. That's true. I, I, yeah. I mean, like I would, probably. Yeah. But I'm not. But I'm not pull him up. Like I'm, I'm a horrible slut. Bulma's not that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, Bulma clearly I does. Mean, she, the... she is gathering mystical artifacts to get a boyfriend. Like. I... Yeah. yeah, but she's she has she, to get a she specific did, she boy. She did start though. drooling at a romantic scene on a television. That's true. But I'm she's just saying, trying... Bulma's thirsty. Listen, I'm saying if Bulma would sleep with anybody, she'd have a boyfriend already. Anyway, I hate all of this. Uh, <laughs> also 16. <laughs> also 16. So maybe we should talk about this. Anyway, <laughs> Bulma... Yeah, that's important to bear in mind for what's about to happen here. She is a child. Bulma does the mental math and decides, yes, this is fine. I hate this man, but I can walk away after a few minutes here. And raises up her nighty to show him the goods and she shows him much better goods than she meant to because she has no underwear because on. Because Goku took off and her she's not underwear. actually gonna realize she's not gonna realize what she's done until later in the episode. Right. So that's that's hilarious. Well, I mean, spoilers, she, after they get the ball, like, it's not really spoiled, I'll just explain what happens. After they get the ball, she like, tells Goku about it and Master she's like, oh, it sounds kind of good. I didn't say you guys could have it quite yet and then she flashes him about, like, Four more times at least in quick succession because she's just like whatever fannies I got a ball cool so yeah 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 so she gets she doesn't she, realize that she's showing off more than just her panties yeah but anyway ultimately she realizes he's got the dragon ball and gets the dragon ball from him and we can all move on from this scene oh um yeah I did want to mention one thing they in the dub that they put out for like in this dub that they broadcast I think they made it so that she. She just had to show him her belly button. Oh, yeah. And then yeah, yeah. in, like, okay. the 95 dub, they just cut the scene entirely and... Sure. And Roshi just gave them the Dragon Ball. Right. Which is better. Yep. Yeah, so... Here's the thing, though. If they if they cut out any indication that Roshi's a pervert, and, like, again, cultural osmosis, there are things I know about the show. I know he keeps coming back. Yeah. Like... I assumed that they would have to keep cutting and cutting and cutting and cutting because I can only assume he's going to keep doing gross shit. He mm -hmm. does, but it like the more he uh, like as they like make him a bigger character, he has other shticks. Like eventually, he's just Goku's martial arts teacher. So like that's it's more about I don't think that. He ever than... stops being a pervert? No. Oh no, he never stops being a pervert. It's just like it's not like it's he's doing this shit every second that he's on screen. You know. Mm -hmm. They absolutely um, have to keep cutting and cutting, but it's not like they have to cut the show to ribbons over him. Can we can we digress for a second? And I know yeah. that we've already digressed like five thousand times, but uh, sure. just just a quick thing: Has there been any piece of fiction that has actually been made better by the presence of the comedy pervert? No, mm, no, no. I don't think so. I'm, okay. I'm thinking. I'm sure there hard. are people out there who like that, and they're sure. Yeah, there's some garbage. I'm people not out them. There. <laughs> Thank you, Cassie. You're saying what I couldn't say. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, I... It's... Because, I mean, those characters are fundamentally, like, shitty. And, like, they don't... Because they're comic relief characters, yeah. they never get, like... Because they're, they're never just, they're never just like, 
like, oh, just this person's really open about sex. Like, it, they're always no, creeps. No, no. They're always creeps, and, like, they're not necessarily condoned, because usually the second part of the joke is they get beat up over it. But the show is clearly taking this as, like, ah, this is all in good fun, guys. Didn't Ashley right? yeah. meet a guy at a con who liked Minetta? So there you yes. go. Those people yep. do exist. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're garbage people. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, anyway, we get, they get the ball, and then they drive away. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. yeah there, was, there was one yep. thing in there that, that Mike thought was funny, where, like, um, she she's like, oh, I want that. And he's like, what, you want to see my underwear? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, yeah, purely in, in the in the sub. It's not in the dub. Yeah. Right. Like, when, when Paul was like, I want that, like, his thought is like, oh, wait, she wants to see my underwear back? Okay, that's weird, but sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when, when they're, like, excited to get that thing, he does explain he found it at the bottom of the ocean a hundred years ago, and they don't worry about the fact that he's over a hundred years old. Does he mention it's a hundred years? Yeah, he said, Wait, uh, in the really? sub at least he does, yeah. Oh yeah, he does, in, in the sub. Yeah, I don't think he has that yeah. in the dub. Yeah, in the dub he just says remember. it washed up. Right. In in the sub he mentions that he found it at the bottom of the ocean, probably in a sub. So Or just know. martial arts. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, he's like reluctant to give it to them, so Bulma flashes him a few more times, because it's a joke that gets funnier the more you do it, is the no, thing. No, it doesn't. Um, it gets worse. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Luke, come on, it gets worse. Oh, excuse me, I thought it got better. <laughs> Gen- general rule of thumb, just yeah. for everything in the universe, it gets worse, just always. You can just assume that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he decides that, fine, he'll give it to them, and uh, they go their separate ways, and uh, they come back to Bulma's uh, tiny home. And to get home, though. Yeah, she's ready to finally get ready for the day. And Goku's just chilling on his awesome Nimbus cloud. And finally, at this moment, Bulma realizes what's happened. Yeah, not because she feels that her underwear's gone. It's that she finds the underwear on the floor of her bedroom. Yeah. She's like, wait a minute. Not even her bedroom, it's like the living room. Right. Also, they draw her underwear as though they're, like, doll clothes. Like, they're very small. I don't I know. Mean, I mean, Bulma's very small. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, but... Goku's smaller, but that's because he's a tiny boy. Sure. Ugh. Anyhow, yeah, he, she realizes what's going on here, and Goku's like, "Yeah, yeah, funny." And yeah, she... that's right where I left him. And she well, fails I, to... I mean, Goku mentions too that like, don't take it so hard. You can still live without a PP or balls because that's yep. funny. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. It's a bad Bulma... show. <laughs> Bulma fails to see the humor in the situation and uh, loads up her Uzi and starts unloading. Which is an appropriate Goku. response, honestly. Yeah, she knows he's bulletproof. It's yeah, yes. I mean, he but I mean, even if she didn't, I feel like I feel like she would be right. justified at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Smash cut to a crocodile getting a suntan. This is the best. Is... This is a good part of the episode. <laughs> There's a lot of good parts to this episode. It's yeah. a shame that the episode itself is garbage. Because <laughs> this crocodile is I think the crocodile best. getting a suntan might be my favorite character. Yeah, this crocodile <laughs> rules. But uh, the Pilaf gang has completely tossed Rochi's house and have been unable to find uh, the Dragon Ball because he's got it with him. So they go and threaten the 
alligator. With a switchblade. With a switchblade. Elof just pulls out a switchblade. It, it just it just escalates so fast. He walks up to him and then just like pulls out a knife and is like putting it to his throat. He's like, you fucking tell me where Master Broshi is or I'll turn you into handbag. This show has no fucking idea what it wants to be yet. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's actually pretty funny goobs because of how much it escalates the situation. It made me laugh, honestly. Oh, yeah, no, it's a funny goob. It's just, it's so, like, it, it, this show's just weird right now in a way yeah. that uh, when it's not, you know, doing sex crimes can be really entertaining. Yep. Yep. But I luck- guess that there is that thing is, like, y- you, you don't really know what's coming at any yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because there's no rules. It's just, like, this is it's just how the anime. Yeah. No rules, just right. But Roshi gets back, sparing this alligator man. Pilaf hides behind Mai, which I like. Which is good, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Shu takes his uh, katana out, and Roshi explains that he gave it away. He calls her a peach girl in the... A peachy peachy, whatever that yeah. means. Uh, I think it might just mean peach. No, I think As it's in... like an automatopoeia for, like, good-looking or something. Let's look it up, I guess. Oh, okay. Let's let's find Yay. out how bad he is. Peachy peachy. Oh, I just entered one peachy and it gave me... Oh, it's... It's a food. Yeah. It's a Filipino dessert. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm gonna look up peachy peachy slang. I have a feeling that's not... What does peachy peachy mean? Uh, oh, here's someone asking this same exact question. Yeah, on the anime message board on Ken Zenshu, is that it? Oh, that's where I am, all right. Yep. 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 Someone posted a picture of Pichu. No one seems to actually know. Assuming, uh... Oh, I guess it means, like, spunky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alright. Whatever. Mystery solved! Cool. I guess. Yeah. Um... We solved their pervert puzzle. <laughs> uh... Yeah. What happens next? They turn their plane, plane into a sub. Oh, right, yes. They go full they turn the They turn the dub to a sub. Yeah. <laughs> Rushi tells him, like, yeah, I gave the ball to some girl. She's back on the beach. And, like, fuck, let's go before she gets too far. And then they ask Master Roshi to, like, give their sub a push back into the water because it's beached right now. I, actually, real quick, I do want to mention that Bulma called herself a peachy peachy girl last episode. Oh, so okay. I, I guess that huh. is a thing. Okay. That's, it might just right. be a thing Akira Toriyama made up. Uh, well, like I said, it sounds like it means, like, spunky or energetic or something. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Roshi goes to push the sub back into the water, but he takes his cane and, like, I think this is the first indication we get that he's actually secretly, like, incredibly strong. Right. Because he fucking takes his cane and pierces a hole in the back of the like, sub. A, a hole yeah. that's, like, way bigger than his cane is. Sure. Yeah. And he just pushes it out into the water. He's like, enjoy the bottom of the ocean. And then they just, yeah. And he's just like, yeah. I committed a murder. <laughs> <laughs> Three murders. Yeah. Yep. Triple homicide, just another day. Triple homicide right. and the sexual harassment, just another day for the turtle hermit. Yep. Yeah, and then he just sort of... Is it a homicide if it's a dog? <laughs> he's I a... Mean, he's sentient. He's a, he's well, a no, dog I, I, man. I, I think Cassandra means that it's like a cane-aside. God. <laughs> he uses cane. That's true. Oh, God. Uh, what, uh, okay, what exactly is Pilaf? If we're using this nomenclature. I think we said he's like an imp, right? Yeah, what's that enemy in Chrono Trigger? I think they're just imps. Right, because that's what he is. <laughs> but yeah, he, he talks to himself about like, oh, he's like, oh, well, wish uh, I hadn't given that ball away. Apparently it's cool. 
Uh, and they they start heading off, but you know they've been sabotaged. Then this incredible image of Bulma shrinking her house into the capsule happens, where they just one frame it's there, the second frame they delete the house. <laughs> it's very good. It's very good. I think it's like a pop sound effect. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically a special effect you'd see on Monty Python's Flying Circus of just like. Voop. But uh, Bulma tries to ride Goku's Nimbus and she can't. And yeah, she says like it's being beautiful as sin or something, which is pretty great. Yeah, yeah. I love her. I like so, Bulma. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Bulma's great. And I I think that's basically it. Like we that's see the. Uh, we see the villains, like, we see their ship sink, and like, oh, fuck, and then the narrator comes back and is like, see you next time, kids. Right. And that's basically the episode. Yeah, yeah. They, they both try to speed off into the horizon, but the bad guys are sabotaged. And, like, there's a shot of Pilaf's hat floating up to the water, like, in... Yeah, they're dead. Yeah, they are <laughs> right, extremely right. dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Boy, that was... I mean, it's pretty wild to kill your villains in the third episode, but hey, this, was... this show's crazy. That was in Dragon Ball, all right. Yeah. Oh, do we still need to make a questions post? I, that's, I'm going to try to do it right now while we talk about our final thoughts about oh, this great. particular episode <laughs> of television. <laughs> you're, semi, you're pretty popular. People could, like, respond to that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what did everybody think about this, our third episode of Dragon Ball? Well, I think I hate this show. It's a bad episode. <laughs> <laughs> Mike liked this show so much in the first episode. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and then yep, it just yep. went downhill. <laughs> I think it gets better. The first, the first episode had full five main characters pissing, and Mike uh-huh. thought that was okay. And then it was yeah. like, nope, it gets worse. <laughs> I mean, I I had assumed that, that like there would be less piss in the future. Less <laughs> piss. Hey, hey, now there it has been less piss. piss. <laughs> there has, yes, it has fulfilled that promise. They replaced the piss, <laughs> but, but, like, man, this, and it's frustrating because, like, I really love the animation in this show. Like, I'm a, I really love like, fucking '80s anime, like that whole aesthetic and just uh-huh. the way things move. I fucking love that. Sure, but like, oh, this show's not good. It's not the best so far. It gets better, I think. I, I think it, I, I think Dragon Ball gets better. Like I, I yeah, like the tournament arcs that happen in it are pretty good, and like the Red Ribbon Army is pretty good. We'll see later. Um, There's that big Dragon Man in the first tournament arc who like orders milk at the bar and everyone makes fun of him and he beats them all up. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's like, pretty good, good. Good good stuff happens. Like we see Tien later or Tension Han, depending on what you what you prefer. Right, and Kirin right. comes in or Krillin. Yeah, yeah. I mean like. There's some good stuff coming in this show, but it still has some of the perverted humor, like yeah. later on too. Like, eh. it that that part slowly boils off, but yeah, it's not the best so far. <sighs> yeah, sometimes I think yeah. maybe sometimes I think that I would like Dragon Ball better if it was a comedy, but then I see episodes like this and I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah, like I, I hope this doesn't become like. Uh, like digital moncast where they're like, oh, it gets better, and then it just keeps saying that and saying that and it never gets better. Although I would argue Digimon's awesome for the whole thing, but that's just me. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, listen, I hope I don't have to face some harsh truths about a show I liked a lot as a kid. <laughs> I mean, Luke, that's kind of how rewatch podcasts work. I know. I know. Hey, I mean, Beast Wars was good. Yeah. Listen, well, and to be fair, I don't necessarily... 
This is not my Dragon Ball. It's not that till you get that Z on there. You slap a Z on this shit, it flies. <laughs> it does, like everyone does. Everyone does, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I... I sure hope it stops this soon. <laughs> so, Cassie, how was, it, how was your first episode on the show? Uh, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I don't think yeah. the episode was the best, but it had some excellent right. moments, along with some awful moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got those high highs again, and those again, low lows. The alligator was very good, yeah. or crocodile, or whatever he was. <laughs> right. Yeah, It was it, that part was very good. Kilof pulled out a switchblade on a tanning el- alligator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we did get a question. Let's see. This is... Jeff Skull at Waffle Man asks, which Dragon Ball is your favorite? I'm partial to the five star, but the two star is pretty good too. Are we talking about the actual balls or like the shows? He asked which Dragon Ball is your favorite. I interpreted it as I chose to. Uh, The Namekian Dragon Balls. (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are pretty good. Um, But which one? That's seven. Oh, right. Um, Huh. I I mean, the one star Dragon Ball is kind of the only one that gets like... A special highlight in that one. Yeah, yeah. I guess I picked the one star, Namekian Dragon Ball, built into Lord Guru's throne. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, I uh-huh. I'd, um. <laughs> Good. I I'd say the four star because it's the most like symbolic of um. Sure. The show and everything and like mm-hmm. it, and there was, there was a whole a bridge community built around it. Sure. <laughs> um. <laughs> also, because the actual question, I believe I'm gonna say Z is my favorite. <laughs> But that's a yeah, pretty big I mean, thing to say. I mean, like, of course, like, it's it's so huge. Um, if I was going to bring it down to one arc, I'd say, like, probably the Namek arc. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, well, real quick, Mike, which one of the Dragon Balls is your favorite Dragon Ball? I was I, also going to say the four star, but only because sure. four is my favorite number. Well, there you go. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, how often does someone's favorite number come up, you know? That's true. How many people have a favorite number? I do not. Well, listen, I'm a dork. I watched Sesame Street as a kid, and I saw Bert say his sure. favorite number was six, and I was like, well, what's my favorite? Hmm. Aww. Sure. That's cute. Um, I'd say my favorite number is 13. Okay. okay. Nine's a good number, too. This is what this podcast has turned into, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. <laughs> what's your that favorite number? Where we're at. Episode three, and we're just having a discussion about our favorite numbers. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you have the slightest inkling that that was what this would become when you decided we should do this? Sure didn't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> any more questions? Nope, that's the only one. Well, okay, we answered a Lister question. We did it. I'm going to make sure to do a question post. Yes. Like if, hours and, before. And hey, if you're listening now, if you have a question, send it over to at Hifflecast. That's H-F-I-L-Cast. Yeah, you don't, have, you, don't, you don't have to wait for a question prompt to send us questions whenever you want. Do you have an yeah. email address? Uh, it's hefflecast at gmail.com, but if you think I'm ever going to remember to check it, you're crazy. Uh, <laughs> Did you check it right now? Um, I guess I will. Let me take a look. Uh, yeah, we have an email, uh, new login to Twitter from Chrome on Windows. Twitter says, we noticed a recent login for your account at Hifflecast. Uh, if this was you, great, there's nothing else you need to do. If this wasn't you, your account may have been compromised and you should take a few steps to make sure your account is secure. To start, reset your password now. So that's what we've got in the Gmail. That's a good question. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, thank you, thank you, um, uh, Twitter bot. Thank you for the question. Um, to, to answer it, uh, yeah, that's 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 correct. That was Luke's. Yep, that was me. All right. Yep. 
<laughs> what oh, the man. fuck are we doing? <laughs> Good podcast. But, Mike, where can people find you if for some reason after listening to this they want to know more about any of us? So I, think I can't great. imagine why. You can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit. Uh, you can hear me on Teenagers with Attitude and on Going Pear Shave, both of which are here on AudioEntropy.com. And I think that's about it for me. All right, Emily, what about you? Um, you can catch me on uh, Twitter at This Is Emeralds, and my art Tumblr blog is DangerChair.tumblr.com. Um, you can also catch me on podcasts, uh, Born Beast and In Pursuit of Passions. All right. Uh, Cassandra? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Definitely Exists, and you can find my lewd artwork at Definitely Lewd. Okay. Cool. And, um, I was hoping, I, I, I'll just say, um, that me and Cassie are coming out with a podcast soonish. Okay. As soon as they start, start editing it, it's gonna be called Stronger With You, and it's, uh, me introducing Cassie to Steven Universe. Yeah. yeah. She's never watched before. Nice. Uh, as for me, you can find That sounds on... like you're actually going to be watching a good cartoon. It's, we are. Yeah, it's a good it's cartoon. <laughs> Turns out. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can check out Teenagers Attitude or uh, Let Me Tell You About Homestuck or We're Bringing Cosmic Call Back. I just recorded one of those, so that'll be a show you can listen to. Um... And I'll go to AudioEntropy.com. There's a bunch of good stuff over there. Totally reprised, digital moncast. There's too many to name. It's a, yeah. it's, it's a great, Book of it's Medora. a great time. Book of Medora, uh, Transmission Radio. Skies of Academia. There's a garbage dump for just random shit. That's fun. Audio Entropy. It's a grand old time. That's our new slogan. I just penned it. It's, it's, a, it's a bad slogan. <laughs> <laughs> well... It's a bad slogan for a bad website. Check out our podcasts. <laughs> They're good podcasts. I like them. Anyway, yeah, uh, let's see. Hold on. Give me a second here. Will we fight it in ourselves to keep watching this show? Will the show stop insulting and disappointing us at every turn? Find out next time on the Home for Infinite Losers. Put it on all right, uh, if you guys, I'll, I'll, I'll be the last one out, so I'll just get the lights. Okay. Unattainable. Look at the hook. Unattainable.